around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. Here it is, Wednesday, January the 4th, 2017. Yeah, whoever thought uh, we'd be dealing with 2017. But uh, Renee and I have been uh, on a trip uh, taking our grandson's deer hunting down in South Texas. And we thought we'd be home uh, last night and be in the office today with our professional equipment to do a podcast. But that didn't happen. We ended up uh, overnighting one more night. So uh, we're trying to get our podcast out every Wednesday. And so we thought we better stop and do this mobile. So excuse the quality if it's not uh, like it normally is, but I'm just doing this on our iPhone. Uh, we're just uh, in, in Dallas on our way on our way to Tulsa. But uh, we wanted to get this podcast out to you and talk to you about the good things of God. That's right. We're so grateful for all the good things, and as I know you all are the same, of what the Lord has done. When you look back and see what God has done in your life and that as the children of Israel realized after they'd crossed over the River Jordan and been delivered out of Egypt, they just said this one simple statement, as we find in other places of the Bible, we are alive and well as at this day. And I know that you want to rejoice and, and thank God that you and your family, you're alive, you're well, you're going to go on. As long as there's life, there's always endless possibilities and so we just are thankful today for all that god has done as we start this brand new year and we trust that you had great holidays as we did we certainly enjoy the birth of jesus and all the celebration going on around that around that uh, auspicious time and uh, it's just uh, we're looking for a good year last year was a tremendous year brother copeland prophesied back at the first of the year last year uh, that 2016 would be the great year uh, the Lord didn't say That's the great right. year for finances, the great year for healing, or the great year for the church, or the great year for anything else. It was just the great year, period. And, of course, uh, I, I realize that sometimes uh, prophecies are, uh, in general, and they're for the church or for the nation, and not necessarily for an individual, because all, obviously uh, there are people that have had some tough times in 2016, or maybe you've... Uh, uh, lost a loved one or, or some things have not gone right. And so it might not, you may not feel like it was a great year, but overall the spirit of God said, it's the great year. And of course I look at the election we just had and I think, thank God it was a great election. It was a great year. And I'm looking forward to, to some things that God's got for us. And I believe with all my heart, and I've been telling the churches where I've been preaching that I believe that we have here in the United States, I believe we have two years two years until this next election cycle that the church needs to make a mark, that the church needs to do something, that the church needs to be loud, uh, needs to be visible. We need to make our congressmen uh, know that we're here and, and right. make our senators know that we're here, That's make right. our governors know that we're here. Right. We absolutely need to let them know that we are not the silent majority That's anymore, right. that we are all, have always been the majority, no matter what anybody tells you. The church is the majority, and yet, you know, last Sunday there were millions of Christians sitting in church in the United States of America from sea to shining sea, east, west, north, and south, uh, and yet we get the idea sometimes that we're the minority, and we're not. We no, absolutely we're not. are the majority, and we proved it. We turned out and voted this time. Now, last, <laughs> last election right. cycle, uh, Christians said, well, I don't want to vote for a Muslim, and I don't want to vote for a Mormon, so I'm just not voting. And so we let Mr. Obama back in the White House again. 
But we didn't do that this year. We showed up in strength. We showed up in power. We showed up in authority. And we showed up and took dominion. And we pushed this election the way that uh, we wanted it to go in the way that I believe very strongly that God wanted it to go. So we need to be loud and we need to be visible. And we need That's to make right. our presence known. <laughs> and I believe we've got two years to do that before this next election cycle so that the people see that, hey, this thing's going well. This is going good. So you need to do a couple of things. You pastors, start encouraging your your flock, your members uh, to get involved in politics. They need to run for office, uh, especially they need to run for county commissioner and that sort of thing. They need to run for the school board. Uh, right. Board of Education, that sort of thing. Those are important, important, important uh, positions in every community. However small the community, however large the community, right. those are powerful positions. And we need godly Christian word of faith men and women to fill exactly. those positions. And we need to absolutely, you need to start writing your senator, writing your congressman, writing your governor. Say, hey, uh, we're praying for you. Hey, we're here. We're the church. We're the, we're the reason you got in office and we're we're here and, and uh, we want things to go according to the word of That's God. Right. So anyway, I believe we've got two years. That's a word from the Lord for you for this year. We've got a couple of years to really uh, make our, our presence known. And uh, let's go ahead and make 2017 a, the great year as well. Amen. Um, I know that a lot of times people don't understand what we deal with as a Christian. Um, Terry and I and most everybody that we know have have tried to do everything that we could to not be like a groupie, like we're all uh, behind a particular person. But what we're looking for as Christians is to find uh, people that will stand for the godly, that will stand for uh, the innocent, that will stand for those that are vulnerable in life, and certainly for our military, and then not be in ashamed, Israel. and Israel, and not be ashamed of the gospel. And when we find where that is in politics, then we want to do everything that we can to get behind that. And so with that in mind, that's why we're really talking to you about being vocal. My, my slogan for the year is, be loud, be proud, be bold, be loud, and be proud. <laughs> and be out there and let the enemies camp, whoever that may be, uh, know that the kingdom of God is here to influence people and souls for the kingdom of God. And it's very important for us to do that as believers in these last days and not take a back seat, as Terry was saying, that we're in charge whether we believe it or not, that God's got the church in charge. And you and I have much work to do in prayer and in influence. And you have to remember that all ministry is influence. All that we do for the kingdom of God is influence. And it, Israel is counting on us. The world is counting on us to be very, very strong in prayer and in our witness for the kingdom of God. Be faithful at church. Be faithful in your relationship between you and the Lord. And be faithful to always be there to show the love of God and to show how the power of God can work through a believer. Now, if, 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 a one, if our political party or some other political party is wrong, then we need to call them out. It doesn't matter what, the, what their names are. It matters with what we deal with, with right and wrong according to the word of God. If people are unjust in either party, then that we need to say something about it and not be passive any longer as the church of Jesus Christ.
Oh, absolutely. You know, the Word tells us that we are the ones. We are the ones. That's right. On whom the end of the age, to has whom the end come. of the age has come. That's I mean, us. God's depending on us. We yes. are the last day's church. We're the ones that are going to have to get it done. And whether we're sleeping and don't do a good job <laughs> or whether we're awake and alert right. and vigilant on the wall and do a good job, it's it's up to us. God, God doesn't have anybody else. He only has the church. That's right. I've often said that the worst thing God has is a church and the best thing God has is a church because the only thing God has is a church. He, doesn't have, right. he doesn't have anything else. That's it's so just good. the church. And uh, whether we do our job good or whether we do it poorly, uh, God's stuck with us. And the world stuck with us, and we are their only hope. We're the hope. the Bible says that Christ in us That's right. is the hope of glory. And you know, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It had to just uh, really bug you as a Christian this last ungodly move that the administration made when we ve we did not veto the vote, the UN vote that caused Israel so much problem. Here, right, here, here we've right. got some ungodly men. We've got a blind, weak president that says that the, that the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall, uh, most of Jerusalem belongs to the Arabs. Well, that is nonsense. It's ungodly. And uh, we Christians are not going to put up with that. Jerusalem belongs to Israel. It does not belong to Palestine. Right. Palestine wasn't even a state until a few years ago. It's not ancient and old, and, and, and that's really their land. It's not their land. God gave that land to Israel, that's and right. Israel's always had that land. And uh, whenever the, whenever the Six-Day War took place in 1967, and Syria attacked along with Egypt backing her and Saudi Arabia backing her and all these other Arab nations backing, backing uh, Syria, and then Israel just laid waste. I mean, supernaturally by the Holy Ghost laid waste to all those armies and all those tanks without That's losing right. a soldier or a pilot <laughs> and just a supernatural war. That's right. And Israel took back the Golan Heights. And you know, no military and no strategist and no sane person would give away the high ground. And I've stood there in, at the Sea of Galilee, the Sea of Tiberias, and I've looked right. up at those heights, and I've thought uh, and said to people that was with me, I said, you cannot give away those high places. If if the if the enemy has the high places, <laughs> he can sit there and right. lob down, That's rain right. down That's missiles right. on, on all of Israel. You, you, you don't expect them to give away the high places, and you certainly don't expect them to give away land that God gave them. So it's an ungodly thing. America's never, ever, ever had a president, administration ever, that was anti-Israel or against Israel until uh, Mr. Obama came in office. And so we've we've not been a friend to Israel. And yet the Bible says plainly, if you curse Israel, God will curse right. you. If you bless Israel, God will bless you. It's a very so, dangerous So place. thank God we're going into a new administration. That's Mr. Right. Trump says he's going to be a friend to Israel. And we certainly need to hold his feet to the fire and say, yes, you That's will right. be a friend That's to Israel. Right. We will bless Israel. Isn't it interesting that Israel is, is uh, our Jews, uh, they don't believe in Jesus, and yet their strongest, strongest, strongest ally has always been the Christians in the United States of America. That's amazing. Oh, it's tremendous, That's and and the Israelis amazing. know it, and Mr. Netanyahu yeah. knows it. They know <laughs> they right. know we're their friend, and well, we're they, going to support them. I don't I don't know what people are looking for, especially Christians. If you if if you're looking for some other time to show up, <laughs> I, I wouldn't look any further. It's right now, and you and I together as the body of Christ with the collective anointing. 
by the Holy Ghost, as Paul taught the Corinthians, that we individually have a place of anointing and influence, but when we come together and we focus on the will of God and the work of God, there are so many scriptures, Terry, in the Bible that talk about, awake thou that sleepest in the rise from the oh, dead, absolutely. and God will give you light. You know, it says, don't be vague, and I think it's Ephesians 3, don't be vague, thoughtless, or foolish, but understanding uh, what the will of the Lord is. And it's God's will that Amen. the church be strong and Israel be strong. And then that way, we're going to take more souls into the kingdom well, of God. We have to God. be just like David's mighty men of valor. That's the Bible right. says that David had these mighty men of valor that, that had wisdom of the times That's right. and knew what Israel ought to do. Is we, that first the church Chronicles today 12? needs to have wisdom of the times, yeah. and we need to know what in the world we're doing and what yeah. we're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, of course, you know, I teach spiritual authority everywhere I go, and I'm known right. for spiritual. I'm asked to come speak on yes. spiritual authority. I was just thinking that about how a few years ago, uh, I think it was old. Yeah, I don't remember the year. It was just it was just a handful of years ago, and uh, I, I received a call from a friend of mine, a missionary friend of mine. Well, many of you would know them, Tony and Patsy Caminetti in the Gold Coast of Australia. They're head of uh, Rama School there uh, right. in the Gold Coast, and also the pastors of Rama Church. Been friends of mine since uh, since Patsy was a teenager. <laughs> Used to just hang out at my house there in Tulsa back in the seventies when she first came to Rama. But anyway, I got a call from Patsy. And uh, Patsy said, uh, Brother Terry, she said, uh, the governor of, of PNG, of Papua New Guinea. Now, Papua New Guinea is just a little half right. of an island right. in the in the 17,000 islands of, of Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Indonesia is the largest Muslim nation in the world. Right, right. got 17,000 islands, and Papua New Guinea is, wow. is half of one of those islands. But it's its own nation. It's an independent nation. And uh, she said, the governor of Papua New Guinea, of PNG, has called me and said they're having horrible disease that no one can figure out what it is, a horrible sickness that's coming on people and just killing them. There's no cure for it. There's oh no stop goodness. for it. They don't know what's causing it. They don't know how to stop it. And just one by one, people are just dying. And uh, so uh, the government there is flying people into Australia for medical help. They're flying them into Singapore for medical help. And uh, here the governor himself had been stricken. And so he, the Christian, and he called Patsy in Australia mm -hmm. and said, and said, Patsy, send us somebody that can stop the dying. Well, send us somebody that can stop the dying. And so Patsy called me and she said, Brother Terry, you're the first one I thought of. Would you, <laughs> would you go to Papua New Guinea and stop the dying? Oh, that's so and good. I said, you tell the governor I'll be there and we'll stop the dying that's in the name so of Jesus. Good. And so I flew over there and had a couple of weeks of meetings with pastors and churches and trained them and taught them in spiritual authority and, yeah. and took spiritual yeah. authority over that disease and absolutely commanded to stop. And it absolutely stopped dead in its <laughs> tracks, absolutely I gone, over, uh, no more. And, and, and supernaturally, we took authority and dominion wow. because God told the church to have dominion. He said, That's I want right. you, Genesis 126, let us make man in our likeness, in our image, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle of the field, and over all the earth. God's the put earth. us on this earth to dominate it. Right. He said, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So we got <laughs> authority over creeps, dominion over creeps. But you know, that's what we're here for. That's right. The church that's is here to purpose. make history, to change history. That's right. We should be on the cutting edge. And we're not just the silent majority to sit back and sit, sit down and shut up right. and not be right. heard from right. and not be seen. We right. should be 
the most vocal, the, mo the most loud, the most visible, because we, you know, we're the, Renee, we're the only entity on the planet that can handle demon spirits. No, that's right. And, and this world the, doesn't know anything about it. demon spirits. It's the supernatural. You've got all man. these demon-possessed people, <laughs> and all these terrorists are demon-possessed. Yeah, Every right, one of them right. would go in and kill people with a suicide bomb. You'd have to be demon-possessed to go blow yourself up no, and, and, right. and kill Absolutely. innocent women and children. And, and uh, they're Jesus. all they're demon-possessed. It's, it's a demon. And I thank God for our military, and I thank God for our police. But but that's they don't they can't handle a spiritual problem. No, they can't. The church is the only entity on the planet that can take authority and right. dominion and have authority over uh, a demon spirit and make the devil mind you. And T. L. Osborne said to me many years ago. He said, Terry, I've been watching you. You know how to make the devil mind you. And that's what the church has to learn to do. That's we what have to, learn to make do. the devil mind because right. he's crazy. He's insane. He, he's going all over the world like a, like a roaring lion looking to devour people, that's looking right. to kill people. Find Jesus said his only job, John 10, 10, right. he said his only job is to kill and steal and destroy. Right. That's what he does. He's the devil. That's his job. And we have come, Jesus right. said, I've come that you might, might have, have life right. and that more abundantly. And then exactly. he's given that authority and dominion to the church so that we can rule this world, dominate this planet, right. and keep the devil in check, keep him out of our business. Well, and that's what, even in the Old Testament, you know, Ezekiel was saying, I, the Lord was saying through him that I sought for a man to stand in the gap. He said, and I couldn't find somebody. Absolutely. He's still looking for somebody. He's still looking for people that'll stand in the gap. And you stand in the ba in the gap by your your prayers, you learn more about spiritual authority on a personal level when you start taking the Word of God and using it in prayer against the devil. You know, God will lead you to pray about something, maybe for several days, and then all of a sudden, five or six days later, you realize you were praying about some catastrophe in the realm, in the world, or in the United States, or in your child's school that God had you pray about, and it suddenly got thwarted. No, absolutely. You know? And that's how the, the, we have to Prayers be alert. Work around the world. There's no <laughs> Yeah, in prayer. the Bible says, "Watch no and pray." No international boundaries in prayer. That's right. You be alert. You be sensitive, and you develop that sensitivity by your daily prayer and association with the Word of God. And you become valuable. You become influential. You become powerful. And that message you preached, oh gosh, forty-five years ago, I guess now, where it says, "You know, who in hell are you?" <laughs> that was such a great message that we're making headlines in hell, that we are making headlines by what we pray and by what we say. Are you, do you have a reputation in hell? And so that's what God wants us to do is have that reputation that well, we that can. Well, was, that was based off the fact that, that in the book of Acts, right. uh, a bunch of preacher boys tried to cast out some devils. No, One guy right. was demon-possessed, and uh, they couldn't do it. They said, we, we command you devils to come out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches about. Right. And those devils looked up and said, well, we, we know Paul. Right. He, he makes headlines in hell every day. Right. Uh, we know Jesus. He makes headlines in hell every day and scares us and puts panic in the in the regions of darkness. But but we don't know you in hell. No, right. no, who are you? Hell's got to know your name. <laughs> and uh, so we we the church is going to have to stand up. That's right. And be the church in this day and age. Well, listen, we got to go. We need to get this shipped off to uh, email to Tulsa so they can put it on the on the uh, podcast so people can hear it. And uh, it's been a great week. Some of you have enjoyed our Facebook pictures. You've, you've talked to us and, and been back in touch with us because uh, we were deer hunting with three of the grandsons, with Luke and with Jackson and with Jake. And then Renee even got in the act and shot a deer rifle for the first time this week and uh, and uh, hit her target for one yes, shot, one shot, yes, one, one, one shot, one kill, although she didn't kill a 
uh, an animal. She killed a target. But uh, anyway, we've had a great time. We know you've enjoyed the holidays. We've enjoyed the holidays. God bless you. And uh, every week, every Wednesday, we're putting up a new podcast. We're excited about it. And uh, now this Saturday, we're going to be in Mexico City. Right. Uh, and be ministering all week and uh, next week in That's Mexico. Right. That's right. And uh, then we come right out of that and we get ready for Romania. We head to Romania and with mm -hmm. gypsy pastors and with our orphans. And Renee, we just sent out over Christmas because of our partners and pastors, friends. Right. Uh, we just sent out almost $40,000 for right. Christmas for orphans in, in five different nations, in oh, Romania, in India, in Jamaica, in Haiti, and in Mexico. That's right. And so thank you, partners, for doing that. That's thank you right. for your blessing. And uh, these kids were blessed and touched. And, stand, and money's still coming in. We're still going to take money with us when we go. Yes. So uh, we love you. God bless you. God Remember bless that you're you. more than conquerors. Amen. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.